The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. For a long time, African Americans with sickle cell anemia had few treatments and little support. But recently, rare disease research has become more attractive to the pharmaceutical industry, and sickle cell disease is being highlighted as a racial justice issue. Dr. Wally Smith directs the Adult Sickle Cell Program at Virginia Commonwealth University. Wealth begets health in the United States. And uh, race is a social construct, not a biological construct. So race determines health in the United States because it is socially determined. Today is World Sickle Cell Awareness Day, coinciding with the new national Juneteenth holiday. Coming up, Whitney Evans will have an in-depth look at how VCU's program is bridging racial disparities in sickle cell treatment. Virginia children are less likely to meet school immunization requirements this year due to limited access to health services during the pandemic. Around 96% of public school children were adequately vaccinated in the fall of 2019 for things like chickenpox and polio. That number dropped to 88% last fall. Virginia Department of Health Nurse Supervisor LaWanda Dunn stresses it's important that parents keep track of their kids' vaccinations to prevent outbreaks. In areas of uh, low vaccination, um, we have seen a surgence, unfortunately, of a resurgence of sorts, uh, for instance, uh, measles and mumps. Dunn recommends parents check the new requirements for the upcoming school year, effective July 1st, with their child's pediatrician. Richmond Mayor LeVar Stoney released a request for design proposals yesterday in a last-ditch effort to begin work on George With High School as soon as possible but he'll need the school board's consent since they voted to take control of construction in April. Board member Kenya Gibson says she's not interested in collaborating because she doesn't agree with how the city handled previous projects. The cost to build those schools was so high, we could have built another elementary school. The delivery date was overdue. The list of concerns and issues goes on and on. And so do I want to go through that process again? No. If the board doesn't agree to work with the city before the RFP closes in 45 days, Stoney won't be legally allowed to proceed with construction. Housing advocates want Governor Ralph Northam to extend eviction protections for people struggling to make their rent. Statewide measures temporarily bar evictions and force landlords to help tenants apply for rent relief, but these measures are scheduled to expire later this month. Housing advocates say thousands of people could lose their homes if the governor doesn't extend the protections. Amazon is committing $125 million to support affordable housing near metro stations in the D.C. region. The company is also likely to receive as much as three-quarters of a million dollars from Virginia. From partner station WAMU, Ali Schweitzer reports. Amazon will provide loans, credit, and grants to developers who build or preserve affordable homes on land owned by Metro. It's the latest investment from the company's $2 billion housing equity fund. The money targets households earning less than $103,000 a year for a family of four. 
The Metropolitan Washington Council of Governments applauded the investment, saying it will help the region create much-needed lower-cost housing. Amazon stands to make money on any loans it provides. The company is also in line to receive as much as $750 million in subsidies from Virginia. That's assuming the company creates around 38,000 jobs at its new Arlington headquarters over the next 13 years. That was Ali Schweitzer reporting. As of today, Juneteenth is a national holiday celebrating the emancipation of African Americans. It also happens to be World Sickle Cell Awareness Day. The disease affects between 2,500 and 4,500 African Americans in Virginia, but only recently have patients been able to access the care and support they need. As Whitney Evans reports, that lag time is largely due to racial inequality. Virginia Commonwealth University's Adult Sickle Cell Program has about 600 patients across Virginia. We have the equivalent of an orphanage. Program director Dr. Wally Smith says the biggest hurdle is finding new patients who've fallen through the cracks. When they're young, Smith says, patients with sickle cell anemia are treated alongside pediatric cancer patients. But the transition to adulthood is where he says they tend to get lost. We try to capture those patients, hold their hands, help them to walk across the bridge over the alligators in the water beneath and get safely on the other side in the adult system of care. Smith says it may be the only program of its kind in the country. With sickle cell, round red blood cells are stretched to a narrow crescent shape and block the passage of normal blood cells so they can't carry oxygen to tissues and organs. That causes extreme pain. For a long time, there were few treatments for sickle cell patients. The first medication to treat sickle cell anemia, a chemotherapy drug, wasn't approved until 1994, and it was 2017 before more treatments became available. Scientists are now experimenting with gene therapy. So it's an exciting time, treatment-wise, but for a long time we were dwelling in anonymity and the specialty was not seen as attractive. It's a lot of work for Kenny Lane to keep the blood flowing in his veins. Okay, cells, I know that y'all stacking up, but y'all need to go ahead and get in a straight line and go ahead and go through. Lane massages his arm. Line up and go on through. Lane is sitting at Monroe Park, where he often walks from his apartment. With the help of VCU's program, he was offered housing, the first time he's ever lived alone. Lane, who is 34, has always struggled to be independent. He lived with his mother until he was 25. When he finally moved out, he lived with two separate girlfriends who stole his money and medication. Living alone with the help of the support system at VCU has reduced his stress and kept him out of the ER. Music has also been a big motivator. Like sometimes if I'm in the house, I just get on my guitar, I play, put on YouTube, play Christian music and just sit down, practice on my guitar a lot. Or, you know, I come out here, enjoy the weather outside, walk back and forth down Broad Street. These are patients with no social power. Dr. Smith says it's taken a lot of time to get this far because of a lack of funding and research. Health disparities already exist for African Americans in the United States. They were in a group where the type of research that needed to be done needed to be funded largely by the government because industry did not see it as lucrative. Today, rare disease research has become more attractive to the pharmaceutical industry, and sickle cell disease is now being highlighted as a racial justice issue. Wealth begets health in the United States, and uh, race is a social construct 
not a biological construct. So race determines health in the United States. Smith says life is getting better for his patients, especially for Kenny Lane, who he says is getting more ambitious with time. You can hear that in the music. Whitney Evans, VPM News. We have a correction on a story from earlier this week about the expansion of the Virginia Museum of Fine Arts. It indicated designs for the project would be unveiled at the end of the month, and this was an error. The correct information is that the architect will be announced later this month. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on... Thursday, June 17th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. (laughs) Okay, good. 